Hi, everyone, and welcome to What Would My Shrink Say, a podcast where you get inside the heads of a couple psychologists and see life through their eyes. You'll never be the same. Hey, Todd. Dr. Wignall. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. 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 Today, we're going to talk about how to lower unrealistic expectations. It's kind of a mouthful. How to lower unrealistic expectations. Yeah, or, or we could have called this, um, um, are you frustrated and angry and disappointed in people a lot? <laughs> right. <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. It's, it's, it's um, cause I think when we talk about our expectations of other people, um, the obvious answer is what do you base those expectations on? Mm. And so the idea of like, how do you lower your expectations for other people would, would, would note that maybe you're frustrated with being disappointed a lot. Right. Well, I yeah. like that. That's a good place to start with this because almost always when a top, the topic of expectations comes up, the, the experience for the person who's struggling with this is a lot of frustration, mm-hmm. a lot of disappointment. Um, those tend to be the two really big ones. Well, and, 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 and the reason I think that matters to me is that a lot of people come into the office and um, that's what they talk about, their frustration mm. and their anger and... and, and at other people. At, at other people yeah. or their disappointment. And these are common patterns for them to, to, um, to bring into therapy. Um, and, and so that's the, the manifestation you, you, you first see, right? You, you don't have a lot of people come in saying, I think I have unrealistic expectations <laughs> of people. Therapist dream. Their client walks in. And the first thing they say is, I really <laughs> want to work on my unrealistic expectations. <laughs> Your, our, my, my mouth would hit the floor. Whoa. <laughs> there we <laughs> yeah, go. Yeah. Well, but that, okay. That's a good place to start because sure. expectations are tricky things. Like aren't it is they? not at all surprising. Aren't that they? People yeah. n- aren't necessarily super in touch with the fact that they have um, unrealistic expectations. So let's start with like just what is an expectation exactly? Like, um, it's it's your preference for how something should occur. Okay. So is it like a like a thought or a belief, maybe, or a, maybe a bit of both? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You could have a belief system that, um, you know, the, the world is just and fair mm. and predictable. Yeah. And that... Um, or that certain people especially ought to treat me fairly. Right. 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 The random person on the freeway, they're going to they're gonna be a jackass sometimes. But like my spouse, they sh- like they married me. They promised something back then. Like they should always be super fair to me all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Or um, if I'm a good person the world will, you know, things oh, will work out for me. You like could have that kind of an expectation thing. that... Yeah. If I'm um, kind to other people, other people will be kind Yeah. in turn. And should be kind yeah. in turn, right? Now, here's the thing, though. I think a lot of us don't necessarily... Like, you're, if you're listening to this, you're hearing that, you're thinking... You might be thinking to yourself, well, well, okay, that sounds a little extreme, right? Like, I don't actually believe that that's the case. But I think we can we can have these expectations... I almost think of expectations like they're like software programs that are running in the background. Mm -hmm. Like you're on your Mm -hmm. computer and you're surfing the internet and you're, do we still say that? Surfing the internet? Is that still a thing? Yeah. I sound like. People our age say it probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You know, you're, you're whatever. You're like writing a document or something, but like you look up the menu bar and there's like 15 little programs that are all running in the background, slowing your computer down. Right. Yeah. You're not really aware of them, but they're there. They're doing stuff. Right. They're affecting 
how your computer functions, yep. right? What so I, like. I kind of think of expectations like that. You're not conscious of them very often, but they are exerting an influence on your experience. But they're there, and and if you um, if you're listening to this and you're like, hmm, I don't I don't think so. Um, one one of the only things that keeps you doing anything is that you have an expectation of how that will go, right? You you go to work because you have an expectation that you'll oh, that you're gonna get a paycheck. You're gonna get a paycheck, and mm-hmm. you're gonna do. You pay your bills because there's you use the mail because you believe that if you send this envelope through, the, right? There's expectations based off of your history and your yeah. experience that lead you to believe that that's how things will go. And I think that's what what an expectation is. It's your experience of things, basically, um, or your perception of things, and and what and how you perceive them. Um, in your world. Almost like a prediction. Yeah. You've got this running set of predictions about exactly. how. And, and to some degree, you we need those for like continuity, right? The, it would mm-hmm. be a mm-hmm. really chaotic, stressful way to go through life if you had to like rewrite the book for everything, every time. Like if you had to literally think through, is like, is my paycheck going to come today? What if this is? No, you just sort of expect that generally X, Y, and Z is going to happen at work. And, you know, it, it's, like an, it's like an intuition or assumption. You just go with the assumption that, you know, like most things are going to function normally mm-hmm. at work, right? Yeah. So that, I think that's an important distinction that like, it's not necessarily the case that expectations are unhelpful or bad, right? But getting back to the topic of this, expectations, especially of other people, often get unhelpful, unrealistic. Well, we start basing our expectations off of um, other people and especially people that we um, care about sometimes. Mm. Um, we start basing those expectations off different things. I think our formula okay, changes. So let's start, stop there for a second because that makes it sound kind of proactive, like I'm basing my expectation. But I think what most people would describe is like, well, I don't know how my expectation got this way, oh. but like this is how it is. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. how does that happen? How does... You know, like, how does your expectation become unrealistic for somebody? Like, it, it, it seems like it's just one of these things that just kind of happens over time. Like, you don't even recognize, maybe, that it's happening. How, how do expectations change and evolve? Evolve over time? Yeah. Hmm. That's a good question, Dr. Wiggle. I, I don't really know either. <laughs> I'm not sure I well, know. <laughs> but before I'd say that, I'd say, well, I think my my expectations are based off of my history. Mm, yeah. I'd want to think that anyway. Right. So dr- drill down a little bit. When you say your history, what do you mean specifically? Um, like, if, if I have a friend and he's late for every appointment we've ever had, I'm going to come to expect him to be late for every appointment we have. Mm. Yeah, so like I'd like to think that. So maybe your memories, right, influence your, your yeah. experiences and history. Yeah, influence your expectations. Yeah. Okay, so but that's actually a great example because I I've had I can think of a couple clients actually who have specifically one of the places where unrealistic expectations and a lot of frustration comes up for them is around lateness and friends or family members who are chronically late. Mm-hmm. Now you might expect like I've got a client whose husband is just always late. They they got to go to their meeting friends for dinner like. Mm-hmm always 15 or 20 minutes late to get mm-hmm. out the door, right? Got to go to an appointment for some, always 15 or 20 minutes late, like just like clockwork. Yeah. And yet my client gets super frustrated every single time as if she was expecting him to be on time. And then lo and behold, he, he was 15 or 20 minutes late again. So in most of our life, our expectations sort of match what we've come to learn from history, mm-hmm. right? 
But it's what's strange is in some areas of our life, there's this mismatch where we've got plenty of data that says, you know, my husband's always 20 minutes late. <laughs> and yet I get super frustrated and disappointed every single time he's late as yeah. if I was expecting him to be on time. Yeah. So what, what happens there? Um, well, that, there's the mystery and it could be that your client has a, um, based her expectation off of what she would prefer to have happen mm. or what she thinks should happen given that this friend loves her and cares for her or there's some kind of um, attachment or meaning being given to that situation that uh, isn't about history, evidently. Yeah, so that's that's kind of how I think about it is that there is, there's something getting in between my, my client's feelings and the data that mm-hmm. she experiences mm-hmm. every single time, which is her husband being late. And yet she finds herself every single time being frustrated that he's late, right? right? So to me, there's something like that data comes out, but then it gets lost in this cloud of, I wish my husband were the kind of person who, or, or whatever. Or because he's late, he doesn't respect me or care about me, or there, there's some mm. kind of meaning making given Something's to happening that. in between. And that's what the expectation seems to be based on rather than history. Mm-hmm. And, and what has happened. I, I, but, but you see this a lot with clients who, you know, every time um, they visit their their mother, you know, and they, they'll say this, every time I visit her, I leave crying because she's yelling at me what a worthless, uh, pathetic individual I've turned out to be, you know, and every time I go visit her, she does this. Why does she do this? You know, she shouldn't do this if she loves, you know, and it's it's this the same thing. It's almost like a desire for things to be different. Yeah. Um, or, or some kind of meaning being attached to what happened rather than uh, the expectation being based off of history. Well, and I think that really is when it comes to unrealistic realistic expectations. One of the major functions that, or one of the reasons they happen or stick around is because it's surprisingly easy to slip from how things are to how I want them to be, yeah. how I wish they would be. Yeah, I think you're right. And it's very easy for in our mind for us to... Are for our predictions to be based on how we want things to be, not how they actually are or how we have data for them being, right? Or how they should be if you were, if you loved me or if right. you respected me. And I think w- one of the reasons, so why do we do this? Why, why do we um, sort of slip into constructing our prediction models based on what we want rather than what the data actually say? To me, it, like we talked in the, be- the beginning about why do we make predictions at all and have any kind of expectations? Well, because it kind of makes the world coherent, right? It would be really confusing if every single time you went anywhere or did anything, you had to kind of construct this model for how the world works. Mm-hmm. Like that would be super stressful if nothing else, not, not to mention time consuming and yeah. So I, I think one, if, if you kind of la- feel like you lack kind of order or certainty or control in your life, it's, I think, one way to feel like you have more control, like the world is more orderly or certain, is to basically pretend that it is. And that comes out as these unrealistic expectations. You, you, there's nothing more in your life that you want than a, a healthy relationship with your mother, to use that example you were using, yeah. right? And you want it so bad that you, you almost kind of live in this fantasy world of like, yes, it's going to happen. Like if I just sort of like think, it's like the think positive thing. If I just think positively enough, positive things will happen, right? But of course, inevitably, right? <laughs> A lot of the time that it doesn't, right? Yeah, you're, and then you're you get, trying to bend the world to your will almost yes. there. 
which leads to like in that example, understandable sadness, right? Who wouldn't feel sad if someone important to them was berating them, right? But you get sadness on top of, and then you get surprise and anger and disappointment on top of sadness, mm -hmm. which leads to a mm -hmm. much more overwhelming emotional reaction. Yeah, I think I think it's a, a hard people a hard thing sometimes for people to adjust the expectation because it feels like they're giving up. Yeah. It feels like there's um, um, mm. there's like this grieving process for what they don't have. You know, um, a mother who's going to support and and care for you and say kind things to you. You know, there's if if you keep trying to bend the world to your will, you don't have to grieve the fact that, that this doesn't seem likely at all. Yeah, it's almost kind of a distraction from helplessness, from realizing this is something I can't actually control. From accepting. We'll, we'll never yeah. be able to change this. Yeah, and it's hard because, um, man, no matter how many times you, um, you know, you experience that, the, the desire or the, the wish it, the wishing it to be different doesn't always make it different. Yeah. Rarely. Yeah. 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 And so I think I, a little exercise I'll, I'll run through sometimes with people is what, what I call an expectation audit, <laughs> which is sort mm. of analogous to like, if you're having trouble with your finances, one of the first things people recommend is keep all your receipts and track your spending, mm -hmm. right? Where's mm -hmm. all this money going? Yeah. If you don't have enough money, look where it's going, right? Yeah. So similarly, if you are chronically frustrated and disappointed and you, you have kind of a sense that like maybe my expectations are a little unrealistic, the step zero actually is just to figure out where are the problematic expectations in my life. Yeah. And I think one of the best places to start is just list the five most important people in your life. So maybe it's your spouse, your mother, your sister, your boss, something like that. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And then think through typical interactions with them and when you tend to get frustrated with them, right? Mm -hmm, think, mm -hmm. think through episodes in the last few weeks or something with each of those people. Mm -hmm. And then use that frustration to tune into what's my, what is my expectation or belief about how this person should operate? Mm -hmm. And then literally write it down. Yeah. Like get it on paper, put it on a little index card, right? So you can externalize it and really see it. Because there's no way you're going to be able to change or modify an expectation unless you know what it is. And, and the beautiful thing that will alert you to what it is is your feelings, yeah. your emotions, <laughs> right? Use your emotions as information and say, wow, I am upset that this person's late. You know, what in the world? Why am I? Man, I am feeling pretty yeah. gnarly about this. What's going on? What is my expectation here? You know, and, and you'll say, oh. Yeah, you know, they're they're always late. Or you might say they're never late. This is really weird. Maybe maybe I need to be concerned here or maybe, mm -hmm. you know. But to use your, your your emotions as information rather than some kind of judgment about yourself or your friend, you know, how do you use that information to say, wow, I'm frustrated. What is my expectation here based yeah. off of? Oh, they're always late. Why am I sitting here expecting them to be on time, yeah. right? How do I, okay, hold on, they're always late. Um, and I can talk to them about that, but... Yeah. That's like a mental health power move, I think, is to be able to feel a strong emotion and instead of getting sucked into the emotion itself, to use that as a trigger to inspect your thoughts and your beliefs instead. Mm -hmm. and, right? and and your behavioral options. Yeah. I think there's there's the yeah, that's that is the the move that you kind of wanna rehearse more and more. What am I feeling here? Um 
what does it mean in, in, in kind of a functional way, right? What is it trying to tell me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then how uh, do I want to respond given my options and right. what I want? Hey, everyone. Nick and I really appreciate you listening to the podcast. Please rate us on iTunes if you get a chance. And if you have any feedback or comments for us, that'd be great as well. And if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to cover in the podcast, let us know in the comment section as well. Thanks.